following podcast is provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back to Answers for Elders Radio, everyone. We are here with our wonderful Daphne Davis from Pinnacle Senior Placements. Daphne, welcome back to the program. Well, thanks so much for having me here. You know, I'm glad because I can't believe the holidays are upon us. It's just crazy. And this is a huge issue with families and dealing with seniors, and I'm so glad you're here to talk about it. So, Daphne, tell us a little bit about, you know, the things that families are dealing with right now this time of year. Well, typically just with uh, holiday seasons, we get nervous or we get stressed out and feel like we have too much on our plate. And then you add being a caregiver in that Mm -hmm. or you add added responsibilities of another person either in your home or trying to uphold family traditions during this time you can get overwhelmed and stressed out. So a couple of things that I'd love to talk about today is how do we keep things simple? And the most important thing during the holiday times is to create memories, memories in wherever you're at in the in a disease process or a transition um, with right. your loved ones. When I was caring for my mom, I, I, I hear you. I tried to do it all, and and it was because I wanted to honor her, and it was hard to get my family to buy in because I was going like, this could be mom's last Christmas or last Thanksgiving, and there's certain traditions that are so important to her, and yet I kind of was met with complacency in many cases with my family members. (laughs) Well, we'll see what's going on, different things like that, and I got myself worked up over these issues when really, you're right. It, I made it much too hard on myself. You know, I think the key piece is, is to be planning and have open communication. Mm-hmm. And all of those things that you just said, for you to be lovingly saying to your family, hey, guys, I really need help. Let's have a conversation about this so that all of us enjoy our gathering. Mm-hmm. One of the pieces you spoke about was, you know, this may be mom or dad's or Uncle Joe's last Christmas with right. us. Acknowledge your feelings. Walk through them. Have a conversation with your kids or your sisters, or siblings, um, mm-hmm. and, and say, you know, what's this going to be like right. when mom is gone? And how can we enjoy her right now? Well, and not to mention, like, what we've discussed before about mom and dad, you know, if they have Alzheimer's or dementia, a lot of families have not been around them for a while, you know? That's right. And so you're dealing with this anxiety of what's mom going to be like, or is dad going to remember who I am? Well, let's talk about some strategies for that. Um, As if you are the primary caregiver or the person who is most often involved in the, with the loved one's life, it might be a suggestion to send out an email and be able to um, just kind of say, hey, I want to give you a heads up of where our new normal is. Right. And what mom or dad or, you know, like I said, Uncle Joe, can do right now. It might be, be specific, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes or no questions are the are the best. Not remember when. Do you remember mm-hmm. when? Oh, my goodness. Now they have to save face because they might not remember when. Right. It is helpful to have maybe a photo albums laying around and that pictorial oh, stimulus that, what a great idea. Yes, the long-term memories. And, and mm-hmm. also talking about memories, I think, are wonderful. And, and I know that 
um, one of the strategies I always talk about with families, even if mom or dad are in the hospital and, you know, you don't know what you're going to say, it's like bring in photo albums. They can sit on a table. You can reminisce with them. Have that time of talking about special events or bring photos in. That's exactly right. And depending upon the stage of the disease process, Mm -hmm. early on, that still might be an activity that you can have with, you know, the shoebox full of pictures. And that's the new tradition at your family gathering. You get together for Thanksgiving or Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever it is. You get together. And now instead of doing, you know, the Christmas cookies, which are a little too fine fine detailed. Right. Now you're looking through the shoebox of Christmas pictures or or just any pictures and talking about those and having mom tell the story about them and actually writing on the back of the mm-hmm. picture. What a wonderful time to have with your loved one. Right, right. Now, I, you know, we're kind of going a little bit off track, but how, and I guess it depends on the individual, but you talk a lot about traditions. Mm-hmm. How often are family traditions that important with the, with the, senior loved one is it it, are there some that are really important or do those kind of things go away over time good question let's talk about some traditions some could be as simple as we always have you know four o'clock dinner Uh and the family all gets together because everybody does their thing during the morning or afternoon well maybe four o'clock isn't the best time in the world for your loved one any longer that that's when they're most anxious right and so is that family tradition that important to have four o'clock dinner or could you now have a one o'clock lunch or maybe even a brunch sure maybe that looks different that will also help you as a family member and collectively as a family Mm -hmm. to still have traditions that you're gathered together it's based around food you Mm -hmm. can still have aunt sylvia being her favorite dish that she brings but it's just at a different time of day that would be a tradition that probably has some flexibility in it. Sure. There are other traditions that you might get of a gathering that's um, decorating your home. Mm And however you do that in your family traditions, maybe that's something that that, um, mom or dad can't participate in in the way that they were doing it before because, you know, dad always put the lights on. Right. And now those twinkling lights might be too much stimulation for dad and you have to adjust from twinkling to steady lights. Something simple like that. Is that really going to disrupt your Christmas that they're not twinkling lights this year? Well, I think, too, which is an important thing I know for my mom was don't interrupt their schedule. You know, if they are on a if they're on a schedule, uh, you know, if especially if they have dementia, um, taking them off that schedule is can be. Overwhelming. Um, And my mom always took a nap at a certain time of day. You know what? When she was at my house, guess what? I set my my office area. I just fix it up, put a little cot, you know, in there, a little, you know, um, day bed that I had, mm-hmm. and she could go take her nap. Yep. And and we closed the door and we planned something quiet during that time so that she could have that time and then get up and come and back and join the family. Those are little things like if you have a loved one in senior living or something like that, pay attention to what that um, you know, what is that schedule? Right. So important because <clears throat> 
it may disrupt your schedule a little bit for a couple of hours, but disrupting an elder's schedule who has a disease process can take days to recover mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. You may get anxiety and behaviors, and now they don't want to take their medications, <clears throat> or they're not eating or drinking the right. way just because you extended their day too long. So rather than having the eight-hour event that we do at holiday times, maybe it's more about having a two-hour event, and right. it's okay for mom to go, quote, back home. Sure. Um, but be prepared for that rather than disappointed. And that comes in the conversations. Um, before I go back to that email, send out the expectations. Be able to say to, to your siblings, this would be helpful. Can so-and-so do this? Or in that same email, if, if your tradition is to be giving some kind of gifts, talk about what are appropriate gifts. We still want that tradition. Right. It's going to adjust a little bit. And, you know, <clears throat> the gift, the whole gift thing is a huge piece. Um, even if seniors are living independently, um, chances are, you know, th- the least amount of clutter in their life should be better. So to buy them something that could potentially be left out or a decorative piece or something like that, chances are they're trying to get rid of that kind of stuff. That's right. So thinking about practical things um, to give a parent, I'm sure that kind of changes, doesn't it? Absolutely. Think in terms of experiential rather than possessions. Mm-hmm. What could I give for a gift that's experiential? Um, depending, again, on your situation, that might be a concert ticket someplace. Mm-hmm. Or it might be a little book that you know the grandkids put together and says, Grandma, we've got coupons for you to come and make cookies with us or make the brownies. I love or, that. You know, but think experientially. <clears throat> Also, for the caregiver, don't be shy in that email to say, if you're thinking about gifts for mom or gifts for me or whatever, be bold and say, the idea of having some respite care would be a fabulous, fabulous gift. Someone to come into the home to pay for a few hours of in-home care or to pay for a weekend worth of respite care. And we can talk about that in a a, a further segment. But, But those are things to kind of think outside of the box. Right. Times are different now. Even though they're different, though, your loved one is still the same person. So we are talking to Daphne Davis from Pinnacle Senior Placements. And Daphne, tell me a little bit about what you guys do and and what areas that you serve. Well, what I do is I help families navigate all the information that's out there concerning transitional um, strategies and housing and care options. Mm-hmm. I've been doing that again for 17 years, and I actually meet with families one-on-one. I gather research, and I listen to the families intently to find out what their highest values are mm-hmm. for their given situation. And then we tour together and look at potential care mm-hmm. and, and housing facilities. Right, And you also do that if mom or dad is okay to still live at home and might need in-home care, you can kind of coach them on, on you know, the best you know, air, you know, types of home care that are available, et cetera. Is that That's correct? right. That's exactly right. Again, listening to the highest values. So it's kind of like having your personal um, Google person mm-hmm. that's listening to what you want in your situation right. and you don't have to figure it out by yourself. Also, you get the gift of 17 years of vetting people right. and really paying attention to what's going to work in your situation mm-hmm. with Location, cost, languaging, personality types, chatty mm-hmm. Kathy, quiet person, all those things are really important to have success. Mm-hmm. Well, and obviously, fall, you know, back to our topic, holidays, families are seeing mom and dad in many cases 
for the first time. I know that activity on AnswersForElders.com goes up significantly in December. Not necessarily action happens, but they're starting to see signs. And so they're going into our decision guide and they're understanding different, you know, information. And, and so I'm sure there's, there's a million questions that families are having right now. And what are some warning signs that you, you know, during the holidays, what would you look for at this point? You know, when you see um, a little bit higher agitation Mm -hmm. or a shortness or, you know, my mom and dad is being kind of snippy with me. You know, right. what's going on? Why is my language <clears throat> technique not working? Mm-hmm. Or they they're, um, might be refusing any suggestions from you and they, they get like, I can do that. I can do that. Something might be going on right. that really they're trying to hold faith it's and dignity. It's that fear factor. It is. Right, right. Yeah. Well, and I noticed too that, you know, clutter piles up more than if it didn't used to before. Mm-hmm. Um, mom or dad aren't cleaning the house as much as they used to or maintaining the house. Bills aren't getting paid, um, you know, forgetfulness, things to do. <clears throat> Those are all kind of signs that it's starting to, you know, that there's things to be concerned about. Is that correct? There, those are subtle, subtle signs. Mm-hmm. And usually, getting back to holidays, coming together, other family members who don't see them may not see those signs or they see them acutely. Right. And they can be the people that <clears throat> say, hey, you know, sister caregiver, have you noticed mom doing this? I haven't seen mom for four or five months. Right. And now there's something different. And please don't be offended that you missed it. No. You're just on the daily routine with mom or dad. It's Absolutely. good to have outside outside vision. <clears throat> you know, and I appreciated that. Like when a cousin of mine would come to town, um, you know, about twice a year to see mom, she'd say, you know, I noticed your mom does this or does that. I didn't know that before. And I thought, wow, that's really good to know. Because you don't think about that information. You know, like you said, it's you can't see the forest for the trees that's sometimes. Right. That's right. You, know? you get into an automatic daily routine. Mm-hmm. And almost subliminally, you adjust to the needs of whoever you're caring for. Or when you go to see them, if they're living independently, it's just like, oh, mom's just having an off day. Yeah. You know, and you kind of dismiss it a little bit. (laughs) Oh, yesterday she was fine, but today, eh, it's just an off day. It's cloudy today. So Daphne, how do we reach you? You reach me at 855-734-1500. Or you can also go to PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com at our website and uh, get a hold of us and we can uh, figure out how we best can help you in your situation. Well, you are certainly a gift and an angel to our families here in Puget Sound. So thanks for being on the program, Daphne. You're very welcome. The preceding podcast was provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Pinnacle Senior Placements, go to PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com. It's time to rethink Renew and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody, Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather, the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire, become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.